Welcome back to the Northeast Newscast. On this week's episode, we are at the Community Outreach Center at Healing House on St. John Avenue, talking to Community Outreach Center Manager Charles Lindsay. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming and seeing me. So if you just want to describe yeah. Healing House like you would to somebody who walks in the door here. Okay. Well, the Healing House is a faith-based transitional living community focused primor primarily towards uh, substance use disorder. So, you know, we take people from uh, incarceration or even people that are here on the streets and we give them a safe place to come. I would say the first 30 days of the program, uh, you're kept in-house most of the time. And that's doing things, you know, recovery meetings. Uh, we even have some uh, financial literacy classes, things like that. Um, AA meetings, NA meetings. And then we all, we all eat dinner together too. Lunch and dinner, which, which is nice. So it's a very much a family environment, I would say, uh, because you get to know people here and those become your, your best friends. Those become the people to lean on. And then so after the first 30 days, you move on to the what we kind of call the residential side of the healing house, which is then when you start working. And then, you know, you eventually you get your you get your cell phone back after after the 30 day period once you get off restriction. And then you kind of start easing your way back into life, normal life, as you would call it. Um, and then, you know, farther along, the thing, that, the thing that's unique about the Healing House is it's not like a 30, 60, 90 day program and that's it. I feel like that's something that happens sometimes in, uh, in other areas where people go to a treatment for 30 days and at the end of it, it's like, okay, this is done. You can leave now. That's not. It's not really how recovery works. It's it's a lot more than a lot more than that. A lot more that goes into it. So, like me, for example, I was here for a year and a half. I uh, went from the beginner beginner men's home, you know, and then it's kind of a stair step process up. You know, you get a job, things like that, and then you move up to the next house, and you do that for a while, and move to the next house, and eventually you can get into an apartment, which is uh, which is what I did. I stayed in an apartment for a little under a year something like that. And then, uh, was able to get out and get my own place. And, uh, yeah, it's just, a. there is so much offered at this organization, at this program, you know, it gives you every opportunity to get back on your feet. It really does. You know, it, every, like I said, the, from the recovery classes to the, the education on how to look for a job and apply for a job, learn how to be responsible by paying your bills on time, uh, going to court, so exciting. You said it's your fourth day in this new position. It is. Yes. It's, uh, you know, I've been a part of this organization for, well, I went through the program myself, so a little over three years. Uh, been employed here for a little over two years of that. So I started at the RCC back here at 112 Elmwood as the transportation driver. Did that for a while, then moved on to employment specialist. So basically we uh, help people make resumes, look for jobs, get ID and all that kind of thing. And then this opportunity opened up, you know, so I kind of get to focus on a different population in the area. This is for more of the people that are still struggling with addiction or homelessness or things like that. So um, it's a little bit of a change of pace for me, but I'm excited and just trying to get the information out to the community. So the Community Outreach Center is mm -hmm. for just anybody, right? People who right, walk in right. off the street, not necessarily clients of Healing House. Exactly, yet. yeah. And, you know, basically everybody that works in this field, 
you know, of recovery or helping people struggling with addiction or homelessness, we, we want to work together, you know? So even if there's someone who's having issues and the healing house can't exactly get them in or accommodate them at that moment, what I'm here to do is to provide the information to all the other places in the area. That's really cool. And there's plenty of other resources around, you know, Kansas city in general, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, what's so important about being right here in Northeast? Is this where a lot of the activity, you know, do you want to uh, be where your clients would be? Uh, I mean, this, this area right here, it's cause I can even speak from experience on this. I mean, cause I had my own issues with addiction. Uh, there's a lot of drug activity in this area. Uh, there's a lot of crime in this area. So to be able to fight this, fight this battle from right here in the heart of it. Um, it's an amazing thing. And Bobby Joe, her, it all goes back to her, her idea of opening the healing house here in this community. It took a lot of courage and bravery on her end. Um, and I think we've made a difference. You know, there's still a, a lot of things that go on and we're never going to fully be able to get rid of those issues or eliminate those things. But what we can do is give people a safe place to come and to know that there are resources out there that can get them out of that situation. You know, Thinking about Bobby Joe's story, starting right here in Northeast, and mm -hmm. how far this organization has come since she started it 20 years ago, right. I feel like it has become so much more widely known that this mm -hmm. is the place to come for those resources. Right, yeah, absolutely. And try to also, um, you know, we're, we are known as, you know, uh, you know, a place that does a lot of good in the community, helps out a lot of people. But what we want to do, too, is let people know, let's say somebody lives in Olathe. Or something let's say somebody lives in up north in north kansas city or somewhere like that find a place that's better suited for them you know where they're at and meet rather be uh, recovery meetings or going to talk to a therapist or a counselor or things like that and just finding meeting each person where they're at and helping them build a plan for sobriety as somebody in recovery yourself how important is it to have the leaders and the people you're looking to for resources have that experience <sighs> i mean i think it's huge to be honest with you, I don't think there's, you can't learn the things that I've learned uh, by going to school or by uh, getting a degree for it, you know, as far as lived experience goes, because I was, I was down at those low points in my life, you know, um, rather be taken from people or, you know, doing damage to my family or even being homeless for, for a time. You learn things in those experiences that nobody else can really relate to unless they've been through those things. And so, I mean, I think it's very important, you know, and it's that way people come in too. They don't have this feeling of being, of being judged or being looked down on because none of us that work in this, that are in recovery ourselves have the right to do that to anybody. So, you know, September is recovery month. It's a mm -hmm. time to celebrate how far you've come and also to discuss um, the prevalence of drugs in our communities that are mm -hmm. still happening. What does recovery month mean to you and all of you here at Healing House? Um, you know, it's important because we're working towards trying to get rid of that. You know, there's always kind of been a, a you know, a stigma or a thought that comes along with recovery or an addict that maybe they're, um, maybe they're not as good of a person or that, you know, they have some struggles. So people don't necessarily want to give them the same opportunities that everybody else gets. But we're trying to show everyone that, you know, we're just, people who made some mistakes in lives made in our lives made wrong decisions, but that doesn't make us a bad person. That doesn't make the addict a bad person, just makes them someone who's struggling with a disease. In my opinion, that's, that's what it is after a while. It's a disease. And, um, 
we're just trying to fight that and we're trying to let everybody know that you know the healing house at least we're here trying to help these people and that trying to open up everybody's eyes to realize that there's still a good person in there somewhere even if somebody's struggling to down and out they still deserve an opportunity to live a fulfilled life so you obviously believe that people can change yes. they can make that difference in their life for sure and, and i can say you know not not everybody's gonna get it in recovery i mean that that's one of the sad things unfortunate things is um not every person that comes in this door or comes in the rcc or the healing house is going to find recovery and find a you know a sober life or sober way of living it's just it's impossible but my mindset is that even if you know let's say there's 10 people who are struggling like that if we can help half of those or three of those get back on their feet see their kids again have their families back then that's absolutely a success so a huge part of your recovery month celebration every year is family recovery day mm -hmm. i know it just happened last weekend at concourse yeah. park that's exciting for a lot of people you know they get to bring their families to meet their the community that they're part of now mm -hmm. um how did it go I, th I think it was fantastic this is actually the third one now that i've got you know got to be a part of and it's just at some point you're sitting there like i i had a um I tend to give out information about you know the outreach center so you're just sitting there looking around and you're seeing you're seeing these people these individuals who two or three months ago were either locked up in jail or they were on the street homeless or they were in a detail whatever the case may be and now you see them with all these uh with their kids there the different now you see them with other family members who are you know laughing and smiling and coffee shop eating a hot dog you know and playing maybe later playing games or listening to music it's just or something in here it's there's a I sense of unity there. Well, my idea of it would be to have people in today's come in, world. Let's say I someone comes in with don't feel like you see as much as you should. You know, hair and makeup, um, cosmetology, things like that. It's just a really, it's a great event, and it's also giving and out and coming here, get their life back on track, about, get sober, and then you know different things. Rather right be back into what they love. You know, doing. fentanyl and or, you know Narcan. No better way than to do that. Um, or right all the other resources in the in the, the area that are there bubble that we ha community. have here in Northeast. So it's you know it's an amazing event, um, and unless you're really an there to see it, it's hard to hard to explain people to somebody, in the community that are interested. I think this year was definitely successful. That aren't struggling with an addiction, so but they want to be a part of this somehow, and get close to the people, and get to get to know the individuals who are at the healing people who might be newer. It's just it gives a kind of a common ground area that people can kind of get to know each other in a safe place. Yeah, I do. I mean, I can talk about. I mean, you know, I can't give myself my story when I first came in or years, you know, you know, or a year, whenever making a change like that, you know, everything's up one by one. Scary thing be a really good a person can do, I think. It's exciting to see. Because you have you know, to change these, everything. These you have to uh, right here because, change the people you hang you know, with, for example, the places there's no you gym go, in the, the area. things you do. So a few of my neighbors work out you come into a place like this and you get to meet people and you see someone who gets up there and gets their three months sobriety But then you see after that somebody gets up there and they're getting their three years sobriety corner and they tell you the stories of how. Absolutely. And, you know, they, you know, and who knows, you know, somebody comes in, let's probation parole, you know, they just got their kids about what it's here, but someone's struggling with something they don't house necessarily now, know they need help yet you come and do a place like ours to get a cup of coffee that's or two because you know like you mentioned the very beginning you know you seem like or get your nails done or something then there there's going to be people there who can you know talk to you and sometimes that's huge that's where it starts one step in front of the other a small you know, conversation with somebody at it and you can and um, i'm really excited and I, i'm lucky enough to be a attached to it right here down at the end so i'll get to see all of it firsthand which is which is exciting walking up yeah, down the street that's with great. a cash bag mm -hmm. so this space is obviously open to the community to come in and find mm -hmm. resources and stuff do you all host also meetings here yeah we do host meetings here actually i've uh schedule we're planning on getting 
more meetings into this space here. As of right now, you kind of want me to name the meetings that we have? Yeah, that okay. sounds good. So we got on Monday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. is the uh, Broken Elevator SCA meeting. It's a closed meeting, so unless you get a personal invite, they just use our space here for that one. Tuesday nights is open to anybody in the community, though. From 67, that's a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. And we move on to Wednesday, which we have a noon, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. open AA meeting for anybody that's struggling with alcohol. And then Wednesday nights, we have Parents of Addicted Loved Ones meeting, which is one of my favorites because not only do the individuals struggling with addiction, um, you know, go through hard times, but the family does too. And this is a uh, platform to them to come to, to talk to each other, to support each other through that. And then Saturdays, we've got from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. in a Narcotics Anonymous open meeting. And then from 8.30 to 9.30, an Alcoholics Anonymous open meeting. And then Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. is another Narcotics Anonymous meeting. So hopefully if everything goes well, you know, here in the next few months or something, we're going to add some more to this schedule. Um, because there's so many, so many different meetings and groups nowadays, we would like to incorporate different ideas too into, into this building because just because one way of recovery works for one person, it may not work for the next. So kind of want to hit as many people as we can. Yeah. That's, that's, great that's idea. my thought anyways on that. So. so you had mentioned healing house is a very, you know, family style environment. Mm -hmm. How essential is that the peer support to recovery and to, you know, the days, the weeks, the months you may spend here? You know, it's very important because there's always, no matter where you're at here at the Healing House and in these houses and in this family that we do have here, there's always somebody that you can talk to. You know, there's, uh, and it may be a hard thing to do to kind of, you know, let your feelings out and tell people how you're feeling, but that's a huge part of getting sober and staying sober is learning how to communicate, how to cope with different feelings and different things and how to uh, how to deal with traumatic things that may have even happened years and years ago, you know, but there's always somebody in this place that has either been through a similar situation, known somebody that has and knows how to help you get through it. And there's also, I think it's a family, a sense of family because um, there's no judgment. Like I kind of, you know, touched on a little bit earlier. You never, there should never be any judgment anyways in recovery, but you don't feel like you're less than anybody. It feels like we're all here fighting the same battle and we're here to help each other. And it's, uh, it's huge. It's a, it's a life, it's a lifelong thing too. like, even, you know, one day when I'm, when I'm no longer here working, here's anybody else. You always know that you can come back home as Bobby Joe would say, and you can come back and see your friends and see your family. And, uh, it's amazing. You know, one thing that Bobby Joe has said many times when I've interviewed her is that, if she can do it, anyone can, you know, mm -hmm. she was in a very bad place and she made it through and now she's here supporting all of you. And I think it's really interesting for people to be able to see her experience, you know, not only listening to her speak, getting to know her personally, but there's a movie about her even mm -hmm. about her experience. Do you think that is, I mean, how special is this place? It can't, it doesn't seem like it can be replicated. Easily. I, <laughs> I really, uh, I don't think it, I don't think it can be replicated. You know, there's a, just that, 
sense of being safe here and being being at home in the way that this place was built on a um, very family-oriented environment. And also, I don't know, did you ever get a chance to meet Mama Judy? I didn't get it. I didn't get a chance to meet her either. But I know her and Bobby Joe worked really hard to make this place feel safe and to make it be a home. And because it's more than just a, it's more than just a treatment center. Sure, do we help? Do we provide treatment? Yes, absolutely. Do we provide all these other resources? Yes, a hundred percent. But we also provide a safe place and a a home. And a lot of people don't know what that's like. And, and I didn't. I, I didn't know what a home was like. Even growing up, I never had a safe home to be in until I came here when I was twenty six years old. It's time to take a break to thank our sponsors. Shemekas Online Market in Delhi, offering catering and nationwide shipping at shemekasonline.com. Find their new deli at 16th and Swift in North Kansas City. Shemekas, where customers become friends and friends become family. From classics to campers, hot rods to hoopties, Seaberg Muffler, your exhaust headquarters since 1974. Armor Road in Burlington in North Kansas City, Missouri. And now back to the newscast. Now we're joined by Garrison Galley, who does social media and marketing here at Healing House, um, to talk a little bit about your Hope Lives Here Gala on October 7th. That's coming up quick. Yes, and it is right around the corner, and we are preparing extensively for it. Um, it's our largest event of the year. Last year, we celebrated our 20th anniversary by the grace of God, and we are so excited to be celebrating 21, at a, and our theme is Hope Lives Here. And so what that means is we're focusing on all the hope that individuals find when they come to Healing House. You know, when you come to Healing House, you're at your lowest, you've lost a lot. These are people that have lost their families, um, their careers, they're, you know, living on the street, or like Charles said, they've been incarcerated. Um, so our goal is to ignite some kind of hope. And something super special about this gala is we're going to be inviting over 50 of our alumni to come and share their recovery stories with our guests at their table so that we can show people basically one-on-one -on -one all of the great things that are happening and how it can affect all different kinds of people and what they're doing now. So that's exciting. That's fantastic and what a great way to connect with people. You know, it's so much different than seeing a video or seeing them on stage. Yeah. You actually get to talk, ask questions, get to know them. I Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I actually don't come from um, my... I, don't, I didn't know anything about recovery or addiction before I started working here. And the minute I started working here and having those conversations with um, my coworkers who um, are in recovery themselves, that's when I really grew to understand it and also grew to love to be an advocate and you know to stand by people in recovery. And so I think it's important. Do you think there's a lot of misconceptions about you know people who are in recovery from an outsider's perspective? Absolutely, absolutely. I you know I think it's the stigmas out there that it's a choice um, and that people are making this decision every day on their own and they're kind of digging their own grave. And while we do agree that maybe that first time is a choice, the control is lost after them after then, and it really takes over their life. A lot of a lot of people who struggle with addiction grew up with addiction and didn't have a stable home life and didn't know what love was. Um, and by getting to know people who struggled, you kind of gained a new perspective um, that isn't often publicized. We like to see the bad sides and we don't like to talk about, you know, exactly why and how they got to this point. So a couple weeks away, 
How can people sign up if they want to come? Yeah, so you can sign up through our website. There's a big button right in the right on our homepage that says Hope Lives Here, and we have sponsorship opportunities. If people want to sponsor, you can buy individual tickets or tables. Um, you can also go to our social media, and I've posted extensively about it. So if you want to know um, kind of what last year's gala looked like or anything like that, it's all on our social media, and we would love everyone to join. That's great. And what's your website? Uh, HealingHouseKC.org. Cool. So last weekend, Healing House participated in Undumpster Day in KCK. And it is a fundraiser for many organizations across Kansas City, but also Healing House to donate used clothes, gently used items. Tell me a little bit about that. So we have in the Northeast, we have 14 residential properties and four of those of which are apartment complexes with all kinds of two bedroom, one bedroom with full of furniture and everything that you know your family would need. Um, and we are in constant need of furniture and clothes um, because we just have an abundance of people and families um, that are in need of these things, these basic necessities that a lot of us take for granted. And Undumpster Day really helps us not only connect with our community, but it helps us supply our participants and their families with all of the resources they need. And, you know, even something as simple as a picture frame, you know, you know, most of us take it for granted to have a nice picture frame on on the wall, but those things are really appreciated around here and we like to make everything feel as homey as possible. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right, that's great. Is there anything else you'd like to share? No. <laughs> are you good? Do you think of anything? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you.